before the season even started, I knew Duvall was going to be back on our team somehow, some way. I just knew it. Mike Trout might be one of the safest bets in history, to be honest. As soon as that happened, it's like Javante Davis turned a switch and he went into kill mode. And Terrence Crawford, um, there's an argument that he might be the most feared man in boxing right now. Not really seeing many names stepping up, calling him out. If the MLB doesn't do something about it soon, uh, we could potentially be looking at another, maybe like a mini steroid era scandal on the MLB. Welcome to the All Takes No Whiffs podcast. Here are your hosts, Christian and A. Hindi. Welcome back to another video for the All Takes No Whiffs podcast. For this video, we'll be previewing boxing for this weekend. We'll pre- be previewing the top-ranked card that is pretty stacked, honestly, with some solid prospects and um, a heavyweight fight that should be pretty good. But I'm looking forward to this weekend of boxing, especially after uh, last weekend. We had some solid fights, and uh, I'm sure Christian is ready for this weekend, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, this main event, uh, initially, I had my thoughts on it, but after seeing the opponent of who I knew better, um, this is about to stack up to be an interesting fight, and I'm looking forward to getting into this. To start things off with uh, this preview for this upcoming weekend, uh, you got solid prospect in Bruce Carrington up against Juan Antonio Lopez in a six-round featherweight bout. Mm, if you look at the records, <laughs> I'm sure you guys could make some early opinions on this, but this is a nice, uh, I guess, fight to add to the record for Carrington because 12 losses for Lopez, kind of wild if you ask me. But... Uh, he shares the same middle name as me, so it's like I kind of, I'm kind of like rooting for him in a way. But no, nah, I want to see Carrington take a step up, and this isn't really a step up fight, but you know, it's it's the path towards stepping up. I actually kind of would say this is a step up fight for him, honestly. Um, Lopez has fought some, I wouldn't say really good names, but he's got a pretty good resume. Um, he's got 12 losses. Um, I mean, not not what you want to see but um this is definitely um a better fight than what Carrington has had um last year and then when he became pro in 2021 um last year in 2022 was his first full year of being pro uh he went 4-0 and he had two knockouts to go along with that um but this is a guy that I'm kind of high on I really like what I've seen from him so far and I think that this will be not a great test for him but it'll be a pretty good test for Carrington um I'm it's a six-round fight uh Lopez in a six-round fight being 30 fights into his career is kind of wild um but uh this should be a, a pretty pretty solid uh fight for Carrington um I think he's gonna go in there and do what he's done um his previous uh five fights and I think he's gonna be coming out of this with probably a KO Yeah, I feel that. And I, I semi-agree with you on the thing. It's a step up because even though I'm not big on Lopez and his resume, um, he's experienced. There's no denying that. 30 fights. That's the, that's the main thing I was kind of getting at. Yeah. Yeah. The experience right there. That's I feel what you're saying for sure. Uh, this is a solid test for Carrington in that sense. But uh, I guess the way I'm looking at it is I feel like Lopez is about to be overwhelmed with talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I that's probably what is going to happen, to be honest. Because Carrington, he's super talented boxer. He's slick. He's smooth. Um, I, I, I want to see him in this fight early, to be honest. Um, 
And against a guy who's got some experience like this, uh, he hasn't fought the biggest name of people. The biggest name I saw on his list was Mike Plana. Uh, but, I mean, other than that, uh, he doesn't really have any notable names. Um, so this is going to be a pretty decent fight for Kennington. I'm, I'm excited to see him get in the ring again. Because he actually was supposed to be in the ring on December 10th of last year, but that fight got scrapped. So Kennington is actually really looking forward to this fight from everything I've read because that fight got canceled. I feel that. He's probably just itching to get back into the ring. Um, passionate about boxing. That's that's some, that's some a positive sign for Carrington for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, another prospect on this card, I'm looking forward to seeing him fight. Uh, you got Haven Brady Jr. up against Ruben Severa, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, this is an eight-round junior lightweight fight, and this is – a little better, yeah. Even though uh, Ruben has less experience than Lopez, uh, a little more success, I guess. He's only got three losses under his belt, and all of his wins but two are by knockout. But you got Haven Brady here, perfect eight and zero, really nice start to his career, and I kind of see it playing out similar because you know, you know, this is how they—that's how they make prospect fights. Uh, they find. They find guys that would be good for them to either take a step up or add to their record, and I kind of feel like that's about to be the case for this fight too, even though I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. Um, I mean, this is just this one is definitely a bigger step up for Haven Brady Jr. than it is for Bruce Carrington. Um, mm-hmm. The record speaks for itself for Ruben Severa. Um, I'm looking forward to this. Um, I'm not too familiar with Haven Brady Jr., but I have mm. seen some highlights. Um, I can't remember if I watched his last fight, but um, it, it was solid. But I'm really looking forward to this. Um, it's the co. I think it's the co-main event for this fight. I'm not sure, but um, it should be a really good fight for Haven Brady Jr. Um, should be a good step up for him, and should see him uh, probably go a little further in this fight than he usually does. Yeah, I feel that. That's just it's another another step in the in the path of, you know, him trying to reach the highest level of boxing and a little far out from that, but you know, um if he stays on course, we could definitely see Haven Brady Jr. headlining some some big fights, maybe some title fights. Who knows though? He's around the weight class where there's some names though, so like uh, yeah, that's yeah. a busy weight class. That's a busy weight class right there. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to Haven Brady Jr. Uh, in the ring this weekend. But for the main event for this card, this is a very interesting fight right here. You got F.A. Ajagba up against Stephen Shaw in a heavyweight bout. Um, I've seen F.A. Ajagba a decent bit. I, I'm quite familiar with him. Um, in case anybody who's not familiar with him, he is the guy who... When a That's fight was this about knockout start, in history. Knockout. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So right when the bell uh, rang, his opponent just walked out of the ring. And left. That's <laughs> I've F- never F- seen that I feel, Yeah, I feel like I feel like anybody who's not familiar with a jogba has seen that. Like, because that that's just different. Like, that hasn't happened as far as I remember in boxing in a long time. But a jogba back in the ring. Uh, I don't think it was his last fight, but he's uh, coming off of a loss against Frank Sanchez. And 
Alex mentioned this to me. I wasn't too familiar with Stephen Shaw before, beforehand, but some people were comparing Stephen Shaw to Frank Sanchez stylistically. So this, in my opinion, poses a big threat to a Jogba because he got straight up dominated by Frank Sanchez. Like he looked like he didn't know what he was doing. So of course he has the power that, that it's like he's always got a chance. But uh, once I heard that, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards Shaw. Honestly, I don't really blame you that you're leaning more towards Shaw. Um, from everything I've been reading and stuff, um, he's got some quick hands. Uh, he's got some really good head movement. Um, he's uh, very quick on his feet, too. And if you've ever seen a Jogba fight, uh, he ain't the fastest guy in the world. Uh, he's really heavy on his feet. Um, he doesn't really move around a lot, too. So um, I think Steven Shaw, that could be something that could play towards his advantage. But going off what you were saying earlier, um, Ajagba did have a, another fight after the Frank Sanchez fight. Uh, I can't remember mm -hmm. who he fought, but it was a second round knockout um, in August of last year. So he is coming off of that. And I know it was only two round fight, but he looked 10 times better than he did in the fight against Frank Sanchez. Um, he did not mm -hmm. get hit hardly at all. Um, and his punches looked very smooth and his power looked great. So um, that is one thing going into this fight, maybe to look forward to. Um, that Ejogba has maybe cleaned up some of his uh, technicalities and stuff, his style. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm with you. I'm still I'm leaning towards Steven Shaw for this. Um, I think he's going to be too much for Ejogba in the ring. I think he's going to be moving around a lot. Um, he's going to be tiring out Ejogba. And um, that's just how I see this fight going, to be honest. Yeah, I I agree. And it's like, yeah, he could have cleaned up. Um, some faults. My thing with the Jogba is even if he cleaned up the faults, uh, he's still kind of one-dimensional to me. I think it's more so that he needs to add layers to his game than clean up the faults, which not saying he shouldn't have cleaned up his problems, but you know, I, I just feel like some versatility would be key if he wants to make some real progress. Not everybody's Deontay Wilder. That's all I got to say. So yeah, I'm feeling Stephen Shaw by a decision, to be honest with you, in this fight. Yeah, I'm the same way. I think this is going to go all 12 rounds, um, or 10 rounds, my bad. But um, Stephen Shaw is just going to style on him, and he's going to win by points. Um, it's probably going to be, in my opinion, a, a not a very wide margin, but I think Shaw's got mm -hmm. this by a few rounds at least. Should we take it a step further and predict scorecards? Oh, my God. No. I don't even want to do that. Because <laughs> then you got to take consideration of knockdowns and maybe a disqualification, not disqualification, but a point reduction. I, I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's way too hard. Like, if we had money on the line, I'd put, I'd put this on. I'd put, yeah. I'd put $2 on it. I'd but. put 3 <laughs> But, yeah. Yeah. Um, Decision for Shaw, that I feel like that's the most realistic outcome. If not, I, I see a Jogba getting a stoppage. Um, those are the two results I see. But we got we got this to look forward to. Nice, nice little card from top rank. No titles involved, but you know, it doesn't matter. When when there's solid fights, that that's all we care about. And this card is gonna be on ESPN plus. Um I know that some of the prelims will be on regular ESPN. I think Bruce Carrington will actually be the last fight on actual ESPN cable before they move to ESPN+. Plus. So um, look forward to that. 
Um, there's there's some other couple good fights on this card too. Um, I think I said earlier that Haven Brady Jr. was the co-main event. That is not mm -hmm. true. Um, Adam Lopez, he is the uh, co-main event for this fight. I can't remember who he is fighting, but um, that should be a pretty good fight. Oh, it's Abraham Nova, which should oh. actually be which should actually be a pretty good fight from what Christian told me earlier. If you want to say something to that, Christian, go ahead. Yeah, Nova Nova is a solid name. I'm slightly familiar with him. I know I know he has a big loss in one of his recent fights, but um, pretty talented guy. Uh, I'm excited to see him against Adam Lopez. To be honest, I would have to say I favor Nova in that. But that other than that, um, this is a real solid card to look forward to, and hoping Ajagba can prove me wrong. To be honest, because I have my opinion on him, but. He's definitely got the tools, and I'd like to see those tools flourish. Oh, no, yeah, for sure. Like, honestly, that fight, I really don't mind who wins it. Um, mm -hmm. I, I like, I didn't know too much about Stephen Shaw until really I started doing research on him a couple of days ago. But um, I don't mind whoever wins that fight, but whoever wins that fight, they got a long way in that heavyweight division. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely some names in the way that aren't even the title holders. And then when it comes to the title holders, they are. I can't even overemphasize this. They are so far out. They're like a galaxy away from being ready, in my opinion. And not that's not a, a discredit to them. That's just kind of more so credit to Usyk and, and Fury. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't mind seeing Big Baby fighting one of these guys, to be honest. It wouldn't, that'd be a pretty solid fight for him. That's a step up for him, for sure. Because even though I think he's um, more talented than Ajagba, and as far as I know... I guess I would have to say higher touted than uh, Stephen Shaw. Um, he hasn't he hasn't gotten in the ring yet with, with somebody like them. So yeah, huge, big step up for them. And that's Jared Anderson we're talking about. If uh, yeah. you don't know who Big Baby is, big baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that does it uh, for this top rank card for this weekend. Um, we have some really solid fights. Uh, this weekend and we're really looking forward to it um there is another card on friday night the main event for that one is kim clavel versus jessica neri plata uh, that should be a pretty good fight too it's for a, a world title so uh check that out on friday night um it's not on tv in the u.s um or in the uk if you watch from uk but um it's only on canadian tv for some reason <laughs> and that does it for another boxing video for the all taste no Wiss podcast had a great time talking about this card. I'm really looking forward to this top-ranked card this weekend. Um, I want to see if Ajabe has cleaned up from his Frank Sanchez fight like he did in his previous fight. And I want to see if Steven Shaw's a real deal, to be honest. From everything I've been looking up, uh, this dude looks legit. So um, I'm really looking forward to these fights this weekend. But before we get out of here, make sure y'all like, make sure y'all subscribe, and make sure y'all turn on notifications to know when we post new content. And let us know in the comment section who you think is going to be winning these fights this weekend and just what your overall thoughts are. And if you guys want, you can also let us know your thoughts at our social media pages. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at ATNW Podcast. And if you want, you can find my personal Twitter and Instagram at Christian underscore S52. And if you want, you can follow mine at ahandy 2215 And let me know if you think my predictions are right or wrong. <laughs> yeah even though uh we don't miss for the most part uh we're human so if we do we will miss <laughs> so very yeah. true very true but 
looking forward to this card this weekend, and I can't wait to get back next week and discuss it. Peace. Peace.